At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. Now, for my Columbus, Mississippi friends and people in that area, I wanted to tell you about this. The second annual Veteran Ride. Uh, that is this Saturday, April 10th. Rain date will be the 17th if that happens. Registration starts at 9 a.m. KSU at 10.30. $20 per bike. 50-50 drawing and door prizes, approximately a 100-mile ride. 100% of all proceeds will go to buying supplies for our veterans. Now, it's sponsored by Columbus, Mississippi, uh, American Legion Riders, Post 69. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact Eddie, 662-295-3419, or Chuck at 662 662- Three one nine seven zero five four. Now, in regards to the show, I put out an announcement. It's, we're going to try to do it in August when Porch Talk turns three. I wanted to do a vinyl. And uh, y'all have been gracious to give feedback of who you would want over the past episodes to be on that vinyl. And... Uh, you asked that Abe Partridge would do the album art. Um, we're going to talk about that Friday. So I believe he's on board. Now, if you have any questions or an artist that you would recommend for it, you can contact me at porch-talk.net. Hit the contact page. Shoot me an email. Any of Porch Talk social medias. I'm fairly compliant. Uh, I'll get back with you. But without further ado, here's the show. I already know where I'd like to go. I have to die I'd like to fall asleep in a dream of your mind Drift down your canyons They're so vast and wild Neural synapse Snapped in your back 
flesh, blood, and wine. I feel like I have been around here before. Deja vu, waking up on the bathroom floor. I've seen hell, and I've seen God, and I'm just fine. With leaving the both of them behind, fall asleep in your mind for the rest of eternity. Fall asleep in your mind I like to stay there permanently Hey man, how you been? Good man, how about yourself? Good. I got invited back on the Man Up podcast with Jake Reeves and yeah, Wes I saw I saw, uh, I saw Jake posted uh, something about it yesterday. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that uh, that fire dropped yesterday. I, I like it, dude. You know what's cool? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. Well, you can, you co-host this show, so you kind of get it, but. You know how relaxing it is to not be the host? Yeah, to just be just, able to sit just, there. Just to be a guest? Yeah. And it's, there's not a res- lot of responsibility on your end. No, right? man, you're just there for the ride. You're there to be entertaining. Yeah. So you don't have to drive the show. You just like, wherever the show goes, you just throw a little input in there, right? Yeah, you're just kind of like the yeah man or the dude, that's, that's so legit. Uh, yeah, or just... To be the no man. Be yeah, like, or I'm the, oh calling my God, BS. are you yeah. serious? Yeah. What, really? No. That's good, dude. That, that, that It had me in tears. If you hadn't checked it out, I, I recommend the Man Up podcast. Um, it's by Jake Reeves. You can find it on your favorite podcast app. Dude, before we get rolling, though, we were talking about hot motor oil. Dude, in the su- springtime, well, you know, we don't really have spring down here. It's just, it's winter. All right, it's fall, early winter, and then summer, you know? So we're in the early stages of summer right and now. And by the way, with the passing of Easter, if there's anything that I know about here is farmers, farmer almanac, there is nothing but heat coming after Easter because you always have a little freeze right before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like with gardening or anything that you try to do, I always try to remember that there'll probably be a freeze around Easter. Yeah. And there typically is. But you're right. We're we're uh We're well on our way to the fucking hell hellish days to come. Welcome to humidity, welcome to the slime, welcome to the south, welcome to that Mississippi. And man, motor oil 
I just thought it was hot, man, in the, in the wintertime. You know, we just talking about how hot the motor oil was. Right, right, right. Dude, now it's a whole nother level of hot because, you know, the engine's hot. Yeah, not only is the engine hot, the oil hot, but you're also It's hot. hot. You're hot. The oil's hot. There's all those hots mixing together, and it doesn't leave much room for any cool. There's no cool left. So, man, I was like, how can I cool this oil off? Asking the guys that's been doing it, you know, for years. I'm like, how can I cool this fucking oil off, man? And they're like, just spray it with a little brake cleaner. Spray the oil pan and the filter. A little brake cleaner. Who taught you this trick? Just 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 some old cats, man. It's been doing it for years. I'm telling you what. Gotta learn from those old cats. Ain't nothing like an old timer, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like... It has changed the game. You know, it doesn't chill it to where it's like cold coming out. But yeah, I would almost think that would be bad for the motor. I always ma- wondered that, you know, about the Express oil change places or even like a Carl Hogan is like, you know, like if I'm changing my own oil, I'm going to get it home and put it on the ramps. I'm going to let it cool off for mm-hmm. probably about an hour, mm-hmm. like turning the oven off. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to take my time with it. I'm on my own time. Yeah. But to say you're going to change my oil in 15 minutes, I know that oil is going to be hot, hot, scalding, hot. Scalding, scalding hot. Which, see, with the truck like yours, you got a little break in there because you got to take that skid plate down. Yeah. So that gives you a little second for the oil to cool off. What are you taking the skid plate down for? To get to your oil filter. Oil filter's on top, my oh, boy. Oh, yeah, you got the D3 on t- up top. That's yeah. right. Okay. That's right. So your oil change super easy. Yeah, no, yours is cool even yeah. if it's hot. And there's a secret with that an old-timer taught me immediately. Is, uh, you know, if you'll cut a plastic bottle and set it underneath the filter. Oh, yeah, there's a little drain hole. You won't have any little drippage. Yeah, there's yeah. a little drain hole down there. Yeah. You can't, dude. Speaking of that, with your truck and models of trucks like yours, I saw this guy that had the, you know, the lowrider edition that Toyota did for a little while. That was of a, the Tacoma. I'm glad they stopped. Oh my well, god! Well, no, dude, I love them. And this guy, <laughs> okay, let's go. This guy had the hose. You know that little, the little like nozzle that comes out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. He had a hose running down his brake line to the fender well and a screw on the end, so you could take that screw out to drain the filter out. Ingenuity. Dude, that is changing the game. You don't even you don't have to put a quart of oil under your truck or nothing. You just unscrew that little screw, take the filter off, the oil drains. Genius. Why couldn't T- Toyota come up with that? That's because it makes it too easy, right? It's next level stuff. It's next level stuff. You know, a lot of people want to give those um, shade tree mechanics crap. You know the type. Oh, Work, yeah. Working on lawnmowers. Good with small motors, and a lot to you about being good about working on your truck or car. Yeah, I've been there. The shade tree mechanic. Yeah. But every now and again, they really come up with something. Are you ready to go? Whenever you are, man. Let's start. Flash arise. We simply says this. All of our loved ones, if this were to come tonight, before you and I... the gospel and you don't feel anything then you are in your most dangerous position 
What's up, guys? Welcome you to uh, the Porsche Talk. This is off the deep end, per usual. Yeah, you know. Uh, usual suspect. I got Big John here with me. But it's more like Medium John. Medium John. I think this summer's going to make me Little John. That'll be fine, dude. I think I'm going to be That'll like, be good. Somebody, like somebody will be able to sit in this chair with me. You come a long way. Because I remember when I used to fill this chair up. That's right. And I, I'm sitting sideways in it right now. That's right, man. That's a triumph, man. Yeah. I can't tell you how proud I am of you. It's like one thing that I've really, especially like after seeing your walk and just, well, number one, you you had to want it. Oh, yeah. I got tired and then, of being so big, man. And then number two, man, it's like you made the change. Yeah. You know, you took those walks. Yeah. You decided to make lifestyle changes. And, dude, sometimes when I made, when I was doing them walks, dude, I would be well, well past needing to be out in public. Yeah, man. And that's even like with what I'm doing right now because I don't want to be a land whale. Yeah. Is, um, and I'm, I'll have Cobb on soon and he'll be able to tell you a whole lot more about it. I'm not going to do a whole lot of research on it, even though I should know more because it's kind of a biblical thing. Is his stepdad took this, they call it the Daniel diet. Yeah. So basically, is it goes to the story of Daniel, and you know, like um, he was held in high esteem, and he got to sit on the king's court. And when it came time to eat, there were a lot of food that wasn't uh, he wasn't able to eat because of you know his beliefs. Yeah. So he decided that he was going to take a stand, and that he wasn't going to eat of the king's meat, the king's meal. And so the idea of it in today's world is to not eat anything that is processed. Today was day one for me. I had caffeine yesterday. No caffeine today? I had zero caffeine today. And I was just, you know, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, by four o'clock, your head's going to be pounding. Yeah. Check this out. I had uh, three forkfuls of peanut butter for breakfast. It's not enough, man. And I even challenged. I was like, can you eat peanut butter? I was like, well, I'm going to do it for the protein factor. Yeah, well, yeah, I ate Reese's for a while. And um, and then for lunch, man, I went to the neighborhood market, and I grabbed me a bag of the Smileys, you know, the little tangerines, tangelos. Yeah, yeah those guys. Uh, got me some pineapple and bought some tuna and a case of water. And I had uh, pineapple two tangelos, and, uh, you know, the little tuna kissed, uh, star kissed tuna packets. Yeah. A pack of tuna for lunch. Bet you're starving. Yeah. And then, so, like, <laughs> immediately after that, two hours later, I had two more tangelos. And I haven't ate since then, and we're sitting at, like, it's 8 o'clock now. Goodness. Yeah, I, I mean. I would be famished. Yeah, I'm hungry. But, dude, can I tell you this? Is like, immediately, is, I usually... On my way to work, I'll stop and buy a bang. And I used to drink Red Bull and Monster. I like an energy drink. I don't really drink coffee. I will. Yeah. If I do, I take it black. But um, I would I would drink those. And I, I noticed that um, they started messing with my stomach. And so I drank bang because like bang is more of a, like a pre-workout energy drink rather than just being full of sugar. Yeah. It's more methy. Yeah. It's more methy. <laughs> and uh, I drank those, man. I was... 
I was drinking those for two or three months, and they started messing with my stomach too. And then Cobb told me about this plan, and I was like, you know, I would love to just change my diet just to see if, because I I've got stomach issues. Yeah. Just to see if it would help. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And to be just try to try to be more mindful of what I'm putting in my body, man. You know. I think if you go back, I think if you go back to the processed foods after a little while of eating, you know, the natural foods and stuff. Probably mess you up. It'll probably mess your stomach all sorts up. It'll probably taste like garbage. And I probably wouldn't want to, I probably wouldn't want to go back. After you got used to it, I probably wouldn't want to go back. Check this, dude. um, I'm good for like maybe two soft drinks a day. Yeah. I didn't have any, man. I had no caffeine today. The only thing I've had is water. And I like to have a beer in the evening. Yeah. Wow. So, and even with that, as I thought about it, I was like, well, I should probably drink wine instead of beer. That's a different, that's a different thing, though. Because, I mean, I don't, they didn't have beer then. They had wine. Well, they had, it was kind of like beer. It's like a yeasty mead, I think. Like yeah, an ale. Would, they had ale. That would be a way to put it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So, um, I was trying to condone myself here. I wouldn't, or I was trying to condemn myself, not mm-hmm. condone it, but so you're kind of helping the... Yeah, I'm trying to help you, man. You're, con, you're helping better. me out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah, it's. I, I'm excited. Like, I'm trying to do it for three weeks. And then, I don't, I don't think I'll jump right into a different diet. Yeah. But I've heard a lot about the carnivore diet. You know you anything just eat about meat? that? Oh yeah, you just eat red meat. You don't eat anything but Doesn't red that meat. Shit stay in your colon for like twenty-seven years um, or something, dude. There's been people that had stomach issues who prescribed to this diet, and it fixed it. But then John- it also it also did something with their anxiety. It also helped with it. But John Wayne died with like 27 pounds of red meat in his colon. I mean, how much was he eating though? Do you know? I don't know that. Because it's like you're on a proportion. You're not going to eat I guess if you're just eating, you know, like a whole T-bone every meal. I'm not saying you're going to wake up and eat a damn 36-ounce sirloin for breakfast. That's probably what he was doing, though. (laughs) Like three eggs and a 36-ounce sirloin. (laughs) Yeah, like I I don't don't know. Um, Maybe it's a bad idea. Like I'm not jumping immediately into that. But yeah, I mean, I could do it, though. I love red meat, man. Red meat's the best meat. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... I mean, as I get older, man, I'm trying to find, like, the perfect lifestyle. Because my body has changed since I was a teenager. I'm not who I used to be. Yeah. I can't do what I used to do. You've grown as a person, so how can you eat the same food and nourish the new person? That's right. You know? Yeah, man, I'm amazed. I am hungry. Yeah, I, I'm at Well, that's with any diet, dude. Yeah. If you're not hungry after you eat every meal, you're not dieting. I, I am hungry, but... I feel good. Like, I figured I would be on this big crash without caffeine. Nah. But man, I, I feel, and I, maybe it was just natural sugar from eating the fruit, you know? 
Because that's a big prescription of the diet. It's like, I don't even know if tuna's really okay. It's like, it's mainly just to eat veggies and fruit just for three weeks. Drink a lot of water. Well, I mean, anytime you drink a lot of water, you're going to lose weight. There's no way around it because it's going to wash all the all the garbage out. Let me see what this boy is doing. See? Hey, homie. You, you trying to go to work? Hey, man, how'd the first day on the dock go? Hey, it's going good for me. I ain't had no caffeine all day, and I feel pretty good. But um, my last, I had uh, tacos last night. I, I fixed uh, soft tacos. Anyway, uh, Big John's here. We're doing off the deep end. I don't know if you wanted to stop in for a bit. Okay, I I like uh, I like the answer. Yeah, that dude's a piece of crap, ain't he? God, why you gotta talk about me? I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, um, I wouldn't believe all that either, to be honest with you, because I've heard different from people that actually knew him. Well, I think you'd be surprised if you didn't find many people that was like that in that area. Well, man, hey, we're recording now. You're going to be the next phone call in the episode. How about that? Yeah. Uh, well, how's that suit you? Anyway, stop by if you can. All right. All right, well, that's Cobb. All right. So we might have Cobb popping in. Sweet. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry, John. No, it's just, you know, it's part of it, you know. Just uh, trying to add a little flavor here. Wouldn't it be great if he just popped in like Kramer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know he will. Yeah. I know he will. And that's the thing, man. You know, last time, last time we were recording, you got a phone call. This time we're recording, you got a phone call. It's a thing. When it happens twice, it's a thing. That's what I've heard. It only took Lance Arms one time to stick. Speaking of which, yeah, I wanted to ask you about this. Have you heard of the website www. eight the number eight one the number one M dot org. No, actually I said it backwards. It's M eighty one dot org. I have not. What is this? What they are doing. <laughs> and they have already been labeled as being far right. Oh God. Are QAnon conspiracy. But the, the story gets bigger. Okay. They are reporting the ratio of likes and dislikes of the White House videos that have been coming out. And I don't know if you've been yeah. paying any attention, but they're not uh, very well received. Matter of fact, yeah. they have a 4.8% um, like ratio. Ooh, that's bad. Opposed to dislikes. And so, and so what YouTube has decided to do is they would go in and uh, change the algorithm to where uh, likes aren't going to be seen by the public. You can still, if it's your page, you'll see the dislike. Yeah. But the general public won't, and it'll be ratioed a little bit. Like, there'll still be dislikes, but what they're eventually going to try to do is get away from dislikes. 
That sucks. We want Facebook to add dislikes. We like dislikes. We want to be able to show, hey, this sucks. Why is this clotting our feed? Yeah. You know, we need to, because if it's all good, you know, if the only thing we can do is like it, then the person that put out this shit video <laughs> thinks that they've got this masterpiece, you know? That's right. I mean... I'll mm-mm. tell you this. Uh, just being someone who has been on YouTube for years, and, um, you know, I made a commitment a long time ago, and it's the same with this show, is like, and I'm sure I've done it, and if I did, I'm, I was probably joking. Yeah. But... Um, I don't dislike anyone's video or media. If I don't like it, I won't watch it again. Yeah. I'm not going to dislike it or trash it. No. But if I like it, I'll thumbs up, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'll do all of that because I enjoy it. Yeah. But if I don't like it, I'll just move on. I'm not going to take the time to hit the thumbs down button. Yeah, no, no, I won't thumbs down it. But like you say, if it's if it's something I'm not going, if it's something that I don't like, I'm definitely not going to watch it again and get irritated about it if it comes up. Yeah, but that's the thing about it with the YouTube algorithm is that that's the way it actually works right now. But that's about to change. And they say they're going to take away, and this made me laugh, and they'll probably change it, but. They're taking away the dislike for health. But on your own page, you'll see the actual ratio. It's just everyone else won't. So you won't get any of those sympathy likes for all the dislikes anymore. (laughs) Pretty much. It's like, so my question is, is like, is there a better way? Should we get away from the feature of liking and disliking a video on YouTube? I don't. If we can't dislike, we shouldn't be able to like. I think if you like the shit, you should be able to subscribe. If you don't like it, you know, move on. Should there be some kind of a standard that allows the audience to react to the video? Mm-mm. No. no. What if you did... Oh, do you remember before uh, YouTube was bought by Google? Um, or even the way that you rate hotels or restaurants? The star... What, I if like you, the what, stars. What, what if you did five star? Five star rating is a better rating, I I believe, in my opinion. The five star rating is the better rating system. It's more accurate. That's how you rate this podcast, by the way, and uh, we'd like it if you would rate it and yeah. review it and review it. You do it by stars, people. But <laughs> so, sometimes likes dislikes. But here, here's my case with stars. Okay, hot take. Yeah. What if I thought you did a great YouTube video? Okay, great YouTube video. And I really enjoyed it, and I subscribed, and I'm I'm into your content. But I only gave it three stars because on my scale, three is great. That's the way it works. Do you see what I'm saying? No, that's the way it works, man. I mean, think about this, and let's... Let's be misogynistic, quote-unquote, just for a second. It's like talk about rating women. Just on appearance, walking down the street, you're quick to throw out that number, right? Without even knowing her. Oh, hell yeah, every time. Right. It's just 
And we all do it. I'm sure the girls do it. That's right. That's uh, she's fine. That's right. That's that's an eight. Yeah, that's eight. I haven't seen a unicorn. I don't know a dime. No, I haven't. Haven't seen one. I don't like to say say anything's perfection. But but that's the thing about my scale is like it breaks at eight. If you want to talk at that, is like I might throw a strong eight point five, but a nine or a ten, it's unachievable. That's that's tough. It's unachievable. Prove me wrong. When you say, if you got a nine or a ten, I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it's a unicorn. Yeah. The things are non-existent. But that is just how hard of a scale I drive. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. But what if I held that scale with content, with entertainment? That's... Well, that's that's accurate, and and that's the thing about like if we wanted to do a rating system, and then some people said, is, what if we installed the same features that are on Facebook, to YouTube? You can thumb up, you can give a heart, you can be angry face, you can give a wow, you can, <laughs> or you can be sad, and you can give. They're a complicating that shit, man. Ain't that too much? It's too much. They're complicating it. Give us a like or dislike. That's all we want. So that's 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 where you want to go. Yeah, I like like or dislike or stars, but you can't rate you can't rate a you can't like a Facebook post. I give this Facebook post three stars. I mean, it would work. Let me tell you my option. This is uh, it's not a hot take. Mm. It kind of happens the same way that Facebook algorithms work. Yeah. Or if you see an ad you don't like. Yeah. Or it's kind of repetitive. Is you you have the like feature and instead of a dislike button, um, you can tell the algorithm that this video isn't for you. And then if the algorithm wanted to ask why, I think that would be fine. But I think it would be better if it didn't ask why. See I kinda like it choosing for me. I like to see what they choose. Yeah. I'm interested, and I want to see, I want to see what the algorithm chooses for me. Right. So I'm always kind of intrigued by it, you know. I'm anxious what it thinks I want to see, but judging by what I watch. Sure, sure. I'm with it. So I try not, you know, I like a bunch of pages and stuff on Facebook, but I don't. I try not to interact much. Yeah, and then it it becomes oblivious on your you never see it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the way I do it too. Or I might accept a friend request and then yeah. just unfollow. Yeah, unfollow and just never see it. Yeah, just never. Yeah, I mean that's the way the algorithm works. Is it it keeps you up to date with the people it thinks that you, you interact with. with. Yeah, that you interact social with social media. Yeah, that's or right. the people that interact with you in some cases. In your opinion, how aware do you believe that people are aware that that happens, that they're being played? The general public? Uh Uh-uh. The general public at large has no fucking clue that they're being played. Yeah, I I don't know. We've had big meetings about it in the radio station, man. No, I mean, advertising, like, geocached advertising, 
sport is a thing. It's it's happening. Like nineteen eighty four is all around us, man. I'm telling you, man, it's um and it kind of becomes sickening. Cause just just let's just take it to Let's take it to a religious level. We won't. We can do politics next if 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 it doesn't drive the point home. Yeah. But let's just say, just on your YouTube or your Facebook, um, just because you interacted with it, and it was a negative interaction. What if, like the likes and dislikes and the interactions were different? And for some people, they are is every time you see something that you don't like, you interact with it. And yeah. so your whole social feed becomes... It's stuff you don't like. It's things you don't like. Yeah. No. And that happens. Yeah. And and I think you can build a page that, of things that you want to see. Is like, personally, is... Um, man, my personal Twitter feed, which is gone now, it's non-existent, but I kind of transferred... A little bit of porch talk uh, to this type of feed is um, I like it anytime I see that someone has come to faith in Christ. Like that is something that I celebrate personally. Yeah. And uh, I give a hallelujah, especially if they go ahead and drop that testimony because I believe there is power in that, you know? Yeah. And I told you I wanted to hit a plethora of topics. I mean, yeah, we're just going to bounce. Yeah. You know, the way we do it. That's right. But um, yeah, man, it's, social media is just—it's—it's it's the craziest thing, and I—I I, want to preach and tell people to uh, just be mindful. That's of, the best way to be. Like I—I want to be off of it. If like I could get somebody just to run porch talk media that thought the way I thought yeah. and knew what I wanted to say about the event, I would totally hand it over. Yeah, and I've tried that, and it was a bust. Yeah. Not saying it's not possible. Yeah. But I would totally, like, you know how much time you waste on there? Dude, we 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 were, I don't know, I guess, like, work's kind of changed a little. You know, we're busy this day and won't be busy for these days. Mm-hmm. And, man, it seems like I'm, you know, it used to be you're on your phone 25% less than you were last week. Oh, You're yeah. on your phone 25% less than you were last week. Well, here lately, it's been, you're on your phone for four hours a day. I'm like, God damn, I'm at work, and <laughs> I fucking sleep for at least six of those mm-hmm. hours. Where's the four hours on? You know, I, turned that, you uh, know? I turned that notification off on my phone. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes it would be like you were on your phone, like, way too much. And then, like, when I found it reporting low was it was almost, like, tempting me to spend more time on it. You know, and that's a weird take, but it's like, when I'm... when I I, when I, you could turn that off. Yeah, you can turn that shit. You can turn anything off on the things, if you know I'm doing, I'm doing that. I don't like knowing that most of the hours I'm awake, I'm on my phone. Yeah, you don't have to look at that. It hurts me. There's so much stuff to look at other than the phone. Yeah. And there's outside, man. I'm telling you what. Dude, I went outside today. You know, I had to to go to the post office and take care of a little business that you have to go to the post office for, you know. 
Well, anyway, man, I decided to park well across town from the post office. That way I had to walk to it. Just because it was such a beautiful day today. It was that. You know, I spent most of my day outside today. Yeah, you spend most every day outside. It was... I think I spent maybe one hour in the office, seven outside. Windows down. Blaring some... Just... I was on some uh, grunge today, man. I was on on a heavy kick today. I was on on a grunge kick today, man. I don't know. I love grunge kicks. I can be on a grunge kick any day. I try and start my morning with the Grateful Dead most of the time, though. Because it soothes me. It's calming. That's right. Man, I'll tell you this is... uh, It's a statement that Jake said on the Man Up podcast that I don't know if I agree with or not. I wanted to ask you is I believe there is some truth to it. It's just not completely true. Is um, you'll be stuck in the music you grew up in. If you don't look for new music. And you also say that the city you live in doesn't put on good shows if you don't go to them. You're right, though. You are right on that. Because Columbus does some stuff, man. We just did it. We had Jimbo Mathis this past weekend. Erica Winterstrom is coming to the Sunstroke House in two weeks. It's already sold out. Yeah. I'd love this. And I'll I'll know it after the show. It's something I typically ask people. You know what's crazy probably about that guest list? I bet most of them for out of town. Oh, absolutely. There's probably 10 people there local. That, I mean, that, if I live in Columbus, granted, I'll be there. Well, yeah. But, uh, I would be there. Oh, hell yeah. Because you're not getting that pedigree. Well, see, the thing about it, I was going to go. By the time I was off work and had time to get online to buy, it's gone. Sold out. Man, that's crazy. They were basically, she basically sold out during pre-sale from what I heard. It was pretty basic, yeah. I'll tell you this, is um, if you want to go, I think they're going to open it up a little bit more.
I'm gonna do a little work on this microphone. Oh. What it do, buddy? Whoa, Cobb came in. <laughs> and I'm trying to fix the mic where I can lay back and be like on the edge. How's life in the fast lane, dude? It's a slow lane now. You think? How's that? No drinking. No eating meats. Yeah, Alan told me a little bit about that. No salt. That's fucking wild, dude. No salt? Oh. Oh. They gotta eat like it's the biblical days, man. I'm sure they had salt back in the day. I don't know if Daniel went out to see him like that. Daniel went out to the beer store. <laughs> 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 Daniel went out to the beer store. He said it's barleys and hops. It is, man. We were talking about that earlier. We'll, we'll bring it up again. It might be easier just for him and I to share a mic because I can change the... I'd be loud yeah. enough sit right here. Yeah. Well, just get yourself back where you was and I'll... I'm trying to get it to where I'm more more forward instead of in this corner. I thought I was going to like the corner, but I didn't like the corner. What's... Nah. Son of a bitch. So, uh, it was recording me on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did first. See, it's been recorded on the phone. I didn't say it was the first. Oh. Oh, you saying it's my first one on the phone. Yeah. Nobody say anything about being the first cop. Have you been hiking? No. Shirt says I have though. Oh, your shoes kind of look like hikeish. Yeah, they're they're like barefoot, so uh, it's like you don't even have shoes on at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad Cobb's here. Because <laughs> I wanted to br- I wanted to bring up some things that I know that he can talk about. And I want you to be in shock and awe, John. Well, you know me, man. I'm I'm usually am. You know what we could do though? Since we're at a at uh, a second. Yes, we can.
So glad Cobb showed up. I'm going to bring it out right out the gate. Have y'all been keeping up with Project Veritas? James O'Keefe. No, not really. Yeah, not so much. What's you, going on? You? Okay. Uh, border stuff? No, not just borders. No, 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 no. He won the case. We can talk about that. But uh, he won the case. This has been never done in eight lawsuits against the New York Times. He got the uh, dismissal, which gives him access to emails, texts, and everything that might have regarded him in court yeah. because of his big win uh, late last week. So what that means is the way everything is going to happen in media could possibly change by this court case because they might actually have to be honest. That'll change the game. So check this out. Holy shit, that'll change the game. Listen to this. Is what happened to make this case go into dismissal and to open it up to this was the fact that um, the New York Times admitted to what was always low-key but is now high-key. It's like, oh, that was actually an op-ed. That wasn't facts. We were just telling our opinion on James O'Keefe. You're not reporting the news as yeah. factual? Yeah. That changes the game. And so, let me tell you this. Do you want to know how that works? You know what, uh, and this this is risky business, is... Sex and 2.30 shit. Yep. That's a part of it. Well, that, bring, uh, that brings question to all. Clarence yeah. Thomas, uh, his remarks on Section 230 kind of changes the game. I'm so confused games. about that. Do we do it? Do we not? Let's do it. You're for? You're for 230? Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I've always been confused by that. Time to get up and go to work. All right, my bad. No, let's open it up. So let's talk about Section 230. Let's see if we can get some clarity. What do you, I mean, what, what is, what's the hang-up? What do you well, know? if you mean to tell the truth and it ain't the truth, then you're in trouble, you're getting lawsuits. And like, oh, yeah, how, do, how do you know? How do you, how can you confirm your you can, sources or... That's the take about it. That's why opinion, in fact, it seems to leave grounds. There's gray this. area in between opinion and fact. There always has been. Take this for instance. Now, when I sign up for Twitter, I have a social contract between me and Twitter that allows me to use that platform to put my thoughts on it, right? Mm -hmm. And by Section 230, and by other lawsuits, or not lawsuits, but bills passed before time, but Section 230 is the big kick, is I am reliable 
for what I say, and that Twitter cannot be sued because of what I tweet. What you've said, yeah. That's Section 230? Yeah. In a nutshell? Basically, yeah. Basically. It's hard to say if it'll be good for it to be, you know, them go back and have to recant all these stories. Because, man, how can you go back? How can you change how they do things? They would have to revamp our whole new system. Because it's all based in lies. The whole mainstream media is based in lies. We know this. Yeah, it's that's old news, you know? Yeah. So it would have to go to a different kind of news. We'd have to change the whole news. Take like it. you do. The, you know, the independent news journalists? That's independent right. journalists? That's the, that's the only thing I'm into. And it's the only thing. I mean, we're doing it here right now. We're, by talking about this, we're bringing awareness to this that the American people should know about. Yeah, because this is what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah, this this is going on right now. And so this big case between Project Veritas, New York Times, that is huge. And also, what's going on with Section 230 and the remarks that Clarence Thomas, who sits on the Supreme Court, made about Section 230 is important because he sees it viewed as almost as if you had a contract with AT&T. Like some kind of a phone line. Yeah. I got you. You know That's, who Clarence Thomas is, don't you? I know he's tied up in he's this. dude back in the day that Joe Biden grilled. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. You can actually look that up. Grilled him pretty good, too. His younger days. Oh, yeah. When he was for the people. He went like, oh, whatever. The <laughs> <A> thing. <laughs> you know, I just Truman, I'm a shutter pressure. I just don't like tricky fake headlines man that's the way it's that's the way it is because that's the way we've let it be for so long we haven't cared you know that there's all this shit going on behind the scenes because we were doing okay everything was fine it wasn't really affecting us as a whole you know what I mean by tricky headlines is like what would be an example Mom lifts car to save baby, but there's a forklift lift nearby. Yeah, yeah, that article, stuff. Some, yeah, some shit like that, for example. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I th- I brought that up. That was a topic I brought up with the Man Up podcast. And stuff. if you check that episode out, is that that was something that I literally talked about? I was people like, just read headlines, dude. It was like you'll share something without actually reading it, and then you're putting it out there for everyone. Yeah, that to everybody to see. to see. And somebody's gonna sit there and read that and be like, "This mother, what the." Did you bother reading it? Yeah, did you even look at the article? Yeah, because most of it's clickbait because we know how these journalists get their money. It has to be clicked on. Yeah, that's how they get paid. The more clicks, the more they make. Or the more important articles they get to make. That's right. They get better. They get chances at better articles the more people click on their headline. You know, they get uh, better better sources. They get better news if they get enough clicks. Well, it's not even that. Within the culture that we live in today, it is, uh, it's just a popularity contest. And it's all about having a blue check being certified on whatever social media it is that you're on. Yeah. And it's... How many do you have to have? It's not about how many. I mean, just look at that doctor that got certified with 68 followers uh, earlier this week. <laughs> nice. P- 
public figure. I think all you have to do is put your page in the public figure category. I wish I category. knew his name. I, th- I think I thought you had to have like a hundred thousand or something, legit. Like, mm. without bending rules. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. We put too much stock into. The social media these with days. You, man. It's like I don't really care <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're certified or not. To yeah. think that I just because you got a blue check I, that you care what I think. Yeah, that it's not your That's publicist what... or your assistant replying to my message about how I think everything sucks and you could be awesome if you just did this. Yeah, right. it's like you uh, think it's last you... I checked, we really don't live the same lifestyle. So, no, uh, you don't give a shit about me, probably man. Probably can't relate. Yeah, it's like uh, the gun stuff. Dude, that's a good example. You live in a city, I mean, police get to you quick. Live here in Kennedy, Alabama. It's going to be a minute for you. You you be there before you see a cop. Dude, I called the cops before because these kids were tearing down our city basketball goals. It's like an hour later. I'm like, they don't went home now. Yeah, they gone now. Yeah. Told them I was calling the folks. Can you identify them? No. Hell no. Some kids, man. I knew who they were. Well, that ain't your place. But even at that, would it matter? It yeah. ain't your place. That's no. their job. You called in the complaint. Some teenagers ripping the basketball goals down. That was your job. Their job is to figure out who did it. Yep. I'm telling you what. Stand the man. He's like half a gold left now out of four. That's, that's fucking shitty, though, man, because they're fucking fucking, you know, they're fucking shit for them. Yeah, yeah. they're messing their own selves up. Yeah. You were playing, then you tore the gold down. You tore the gold down. I mean, like, cool. hanging on the rim, like, Super staying cool. on it, yanking it. That's because it was given to them. You don't have any respect for anything that's given to you, man. And that's what we're running into these days. Everybody running this shit has had everything just handed to them. I want to open this back up for uh, Cobb, since he's here, um, with... Um, YouTube removing dislikes and eventually possibly getting away with it. And I know that uh, you use YouTube to ingest a lot of media. I mean, what are your thoughts on, like, how how would you do the algorithm, like, to rate a video, to find something that you would like? How would you adjust the algorithm to be better? I thought it was fine where it was, the way it was. Like, like dislike, share, if follow. You didn't want your feelings hurt. Don't put it out there. Yeah, yeah. You know that you run into that too when you're when you put. But something what's out crazy there. is their excuse is that it's for health. But like with the law, with the rule that they're about to put out, it's like on your own page you will see the actual dislike and likes, but people looking at your page won't. There'll be a ratio, just like what they're doing with the White House press conferences. That's what started it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's because it was insanely unpopular. Well, I clicked on those videos and it seemed... I mean, there's still a bunch of dislikes, the ones I went to. But they're ratioing them. They're, they're, they're not taking them all yeah. away. They're just taking some away. Make it look realistic. Well, it doesn't even look realistic if you... That's what M81.org is doing. Yeah. It's like they're using like references such as like PewDiePie. It's like if, look, 
the same ratio is being done, but the difference is his ratio doesn't change. <laughs> kind of fishy. Yeah. I don't. So is it? And as we said earlier, is it something that you can trust? Is it just these QAnon boys? Possibly. Just trying to take a stab at the administration in office. Who knows? But it's worth something looking up for yourself to see what you think. If he's the most popular president that ever got voted in the office, it sure ain't appearing on YouTube. Thing that trips me out, man. I hate to I hate to bring this up. There was a wall that was <laughs> that they're gonna finish building. That was a bad idea, a fucking terrible idea. Four years ago, worst thing we could do yeah. for the American economy is build this fucking wall. And now I read an article today talking about how the wall finishing the gaps and the breaks in the wall may be a good idea, and putting in more gates. That's awful, man. I thought they were just gonna leave it gapped up. Well, you know, might as well. That's crazy. I mean, I seen a video last week where there's some four-year-olds got over the wall. You think they'll reopen the coyotes? You think they'll reopen the pipeline after they realize that gas prices are <laughs> skyrocketing? The roof? Yeah, skyrocketing. You know, that has nothing to do with gas prices. It's because of summer vacation. Everybody, we're uh, not in summer yet. And we're in a lockdown, so we're not vacationing, but somebody that makes told sense. me that had to do with the Texas ice storm. I heard it had to do with that, too, why gas was going up. Uh, well, then why didn't it kind of drop and maintain? Why does it still shoot up? Because yeah. <laughs> they're like, shit, let me get this money. <laughs> let me stack these Benjamins right quick while I can. Y'all remember when gas was $4 and something a gallon? Yes, I do. Oh, you about to be living We about to be it. looking at it, but... <laughs> <laughs> What if happened? It, what happened? <laughs> Golly, I wonder. Gas reserves. We got tons of it. Tons uh, of it. Supposedly the wealthiest in the world when it comes to things like that. And we was using it for a minute, and gas got to be manageable to where you could take a family vacation in the station wagon, or the Yukon again. Yeah. You could afford to go somewhere in the fucking family ride. Now it's like skyrocketing back up, and you're like, shit, <laughs> now I'm getting a bicycle. Uh, Has they got any four-seaters? Like your boy Buttigieg. Yeah. Uh, that was a great video. Yeah. Photo op. Yeah. Let me... Uh, I, what don't make sense to <laughs> Drive the convoy a quarter mile away from the <laughs> building. I'm going to get out. And the vehicle he bicycle. got out of still followed him. <laughs> and by the way, the Did guys riding with him had electric bikes. They didn't even pedal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Man, that's what's funny to me is like this vehicle you got to have still driving. <laughs> yeah. It's right behind you. Yeah, hey, uh, it's it's just virtue signaling, man. That was easy. And what's crazy is like there'll be a cut that was perfect for news that night to just make it look so good. He's over transportation or something too. That's yeah. right. He's absolutely over transportation. He's the one proposing the um, electric. By no, 30, 32, no, I mean, no, 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 no. It's not just that, but he, they want instead of the gas tax, yeah, is they want to get to oh, a yeah. tax by the mile. <laughs> they want to tax you by the mile. Nice. But the way they're pitching it is they want to tax the electric car by the mile. But when you actually look at the writing, it doesn't say that. 
Good grief. They're just trying to tax us, man. That 47% tax increase, we're seeing it fold out right in front of our, in front of our faces. I did my taxes yesterday, and I met with my accountant, and um, like I just try to break even. Yeah. And I, I broke even. I think I came out this year because of medical bills. I think I got $100 back. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I owe 190 yeah, so you cool. do like me. I I typically owe. I get like but um, hundred back. I well, I was asking her. I was like, "Is there any recommendations that you could make at this time to like where I don't lose my ass come time to file next year? Get and married was, and file joint." And she was like, "Um, you know, I really can't." She's like. It's kind of crazy watching all this go down. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, an accountant. Yeah. No. And she's just being honest with me. She's like, maybe uh, get them to hold 50 more dollars a week. And I was like, God, I can't live like that. Yeah, no. can't, can't live with those taxes? <laughs> Why don't we just do away with the income tax? Where? What the hell are they using it for anyway? I'm not getting no good uh, from it. They gotta drop bombs on babies, man. Come oh, on. Oh shit. I mean <laughs> to cut out of some of their salaries. Why does a man that sits in an office three months out of the year get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars just to basically sit there and fucking sleep? I couldn't he say. He earned his way to be elitist, John. I guess, but damn, where's my little slice? I just want a crumb. They don't care about you. Just give me twenty five thousand to survive, but that's socialism. They're getting $25,000 a year to sleep, or $250,000 a year to sleep. They're fighting fascism with fascism, John. Would you just let them have a play? I know, man. I mean, but damn. (laughs) I want some play, too. I got that stimulus, and then I fucking got a washer and dryer, and I'm not stimulated anymore. I just got to do laundry. Thank money bag, Joe. Yeah. I wonder. I just wonder where that stimmy is going to be next year. That's going to be on your taxes. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's where it's going to be. That's exactly where that stimmy is going to be. You going to pay it back every dime, probably three times. So, <laughs> um, I texted a buddy of mine and told him I finally got stimulated. I got my I got my check on Sunday. Yeah, and he was like. Uh, buy a gun and I was like buy a gun yeah Yeah, I was like so they could put an $800 insurance tax on that thing for me no I was like I'm gonna invest it and he was like what are you gonna invest in right now and I was like Ethereum or Bitcoin I'm not giving financial advice (laughs) but it's like that stuff is worth way more than the American dollar and if you would have invested your here's a fun fact boys and girls if you would have invested your first stimulus completely in the Bitcoin, you know how much it would have been worth today? Over twelve grand. How much was the first stimulus? It was twelve hundred. Twelve hundred, I think. Twelve hundred dollars would have been 600. worth. Six hundred. It it would have been times ten what it was worth. When, it was if you would have just done that. Or the last one was fourteen hundred. Mm. I don't fucking know. I think I it, it, I think it went twelve. It, it went twelve six fourteen, <laughs> right? Yes, something like I know it ended up Yeah, 12, 6, and 14. You're right. Because I was just thinking, man, people without a job for a year, $3,200. Thumbs up. That's dope. Yeah. Woo! I tell y'all a fun story. That ain't fun at all. 
<laughs> What's that? I like those kind. Oh, God. I, I feel like we've been riding this train long enough, but because of some of the COVID relief things that were passed, it's like landlords can't evict their tenants. And with the, some of the same bills that were passed, those tenants weren't required to pay their electric bill. Somebody had, or some, at some point. Somebody paid for it. A lot of churches picked up that weight. Really? But what are you going to do? Let's just say your rent, and this has been eight months in the making. What are you going to do? Let's just say your rent was $500 a month. You lost your job. Now, we're talking about a Mississippi apartment. Let's just say you was in New York. Yeah. $2,000 a month. Yeah. Right? You lost your job. They can't kick you out, but you can't pay your bill because you ain't making no money. I ain't got no money. So let's just take it back to Mississippi. Let's take it back to the SIP. Make it personal. Eight months is over. Any minute that bill could drop. Just like student loans. If you ain't started paying them, you need to start paying them again. They starting to count interest again. But um, $500 a month, eight months, how much money is that? Four grand. Yeah. Say it goes on a year. Six grand. If you didn't have enough money to pay one month, you got yeah. enough to pay a year. <laughs> and I know what you blew that stimulus on. Yeah. Washer and dryer. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I saw a kid that had three pairs of Jordans. I'm telling you. I hope you didn't wear them. No. Set them to the side. Yeah. Folks is going to be in trouble, man. Man, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a home. There's going to be a homeless crisis. If, and that is something else. Is like, I, I hate it for uh, Joe Biden to have to inherit this. Is like because of COVID, and because of some of the things left in place, and I don't know if they've been thinking about it. That we're about to have a crisis, boys and girls. And if you think crime is bad now, just wait till folks can't eat. Wait till folks don't have nowhere to sleep. Yeah. It's time to wake up. Happier thoughts. Uh, yeah. Did you see that Texas was the Astros game last night? Tell us more. It's like 40,000 people. Holy shit. What about COVID? <laughs> Texas is done with that. Yeah, they're like, shit, I'm done with it. Remember, We're about done with it. Mass media is uh, really hating on Florida. Yeah. Really hating on uh, Mississippi. Yeah. Really hating on Texas. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. like that mass is ineffective because it seems like states like that have gone down since they got rid of the mask. That's weird. It's weird to me. I saw that same stat. And then I saw where Florida never had a mask mandate. They have a higher population than New York. And they were always under New York. Yeah. That was weird to me. Hmm. Yeah, Florida's kind of like utopia. Just a bunch of old people. Well, I think it's just being smart. Well, a lot of the, the people that live in Florida, man, live through polio. Yeah. You know? They're, it's a retirement state. My papa had that. Yeah, yeah, my grandfather had it back in the day. And, you know, they they lived through that shit. And they're like, ah, it's just another polio. Yeah. As soon as that vaccine was ready, them old folks was like, give that thing to me. You know? 
they've really done well with it. Yeah. Well, and they I, they saw it, but I have seen. And by the way, I'm not distrusting the vaccine. I just want to tell you some specific cases that I've read about that are a tragedy, and most of them are people my age, and that's why oh, I'm not. Shit. And that's why I'm not in a hurry to get it. Yeah. I'm not saying I won't get it. I'm just saying that I'm not in any kind of hurry. Yeah. It is uh it was just reported yesterday. No, it happened in March. It was the 29th. Um, she made a Facebook post. And I'll look her name up and I'll, I'll find that. It was on Uncle Hotep's uh, Twitter. Uh, she got the injection, the vaccine. Um... She came home complaining about it on her Facebook. And then next day she was dead. Damn, that was that mall. It's like 30. Mm, yeah. Four. I think that's right. There. That's right. That's rough. And that's not the first time. And with a virus like that, with the odds of living, I think I'll take my chances. It's not like Ebola. Yeah, it's not like know? it's not even like polio. Right. I I think I'll take the risk. You know. Yeah. Rather than injecting myself with it. Or I'm not a scientist. That's not how vaccines work, is it? No, I don't think so. But yeah, I mean, that's how the flu vaccines work, I think. They give you a little tiny dose of it. That's not how this one does, I don't think. I think it kinda changes your DNA but stream I know a little I, bit. <laughs> I know. I know a lot of people who have taken the vaccine and they've they've done fine. Like a majority, my brothers, vast majority. Yeah, my wife, she's been completely vaccinated oh, and yeah. it's fine. Maintenance man, I'm about to see here in a little bit. I know a ton of people who have been, you know, got my both arm shots. Was sore. Have yeah. you had both yours? No, I ain't had one. You ain't had one. I mean, I like, there's no hurry for me to go get it. Yeah. No. I, mean, I don't. There's. It went around work. Like I said I had one day off, and I'd be in it for a year. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't you want to go to a football game, a concert? Ah, day's coming <laughs> over with, man. That's how I feel. That'd be nice. Got some coming up, man. Terrible artists, but they're coming to the Bancorp South. Who's terrible? I don't like the I don't like Blackberry Smoke. I like the North Mississippi All Stars though. It's kind of. I was just hyped about that show happening because I just know how many people in the area love North Mississippi All Stars yeah. and Blackberry Smoke. I'll be honest with you. Once again, um, I'm not gonna diss. Um, Blackberry Smoke never really did it for me. Um, if you put them on, I'll rock out with you and I'll jam. But if I'm riding personally, it's not ever going to be on my playlist. He's hitting the skip button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs down. No, it ain't a thumb down. It's the little line. Yeah, it's just, I ain't, yeah. I don't want to do it. I kind of feel that way with Buck Cherry. I just don't want to hear it. Aren't they kind of in the same vein? They're the same band, basically. That's what I always thought myself. Yeah. 
You'd be surprised about how many Buck Cherry songs we have on the Fox, man. We got like seven songs from them. And I would not be surprised why, because you probably have a ton of listeners that like Buck Cherry. I'm sure there are Turn some. <laughs> Turn up that crazy bitch. Oh, God. I thought that was them. Yeah, man, no. I hate that song. It's definitely them, man. It's hey. a must for a strip club, I guess. Yeah, it's it's the one. It's like <laughs> it's like the anthem. <laughs> if you don't hear Crazy Bitch at least one time, you haven't had a good time at the strip club. I wonder how those were during Corona. I'm sure they did fine. It's like you could still go buy weed at the dispensaries. Uh, you had to make a, you had to make appointments in Denver. Okay. Topless, but mask. Would the performers have to wear masks <laughs> unless saying. they were well, doing, on stage. unless they were dancing with the customer? So they're hiring everybody. Hey, realistically, Sweat. if there is a strip club Glitter. open during the pandemic, there ain't a damn mask in there. <laughs> there ain't crazy. no mask. <laughs> there ain't no mask in there. No, there's no mask in there. Right? <laughs> hey, just a thong. <laughs> You might, you might wear a thong over your head. Rub yeah, your sure. boobies on my mask. <laughs> yeah, corona glitter. I got some of the Germix on the truck. You wear your, your, your stripper mask to work the next day. Why you got all that glitter all over your... Man, we went to the strip club last night. <laughs> That's always a good point. Yeah. Like, I know where you were. You always know. You can always tell when somebody <laughs> goes to the strip club. That fucking <laughs> glitter and that smell. <laughs> Nothing smells like it. I don't care where you go. Yeah. There's some peach, uh, peach, uh, what is it? Peach, like, bath and body works lotion. I don't think I'll ever forget the way that stuff smells, <laughs> like body man. spray? Yeah, I like, don't know. I guess, yeah. It's just, like peaches. used to get in her car. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Hell yeah. Cool water was the thing the girls wore at my school. Truck always smelled like cool water. And the dudes wearing Curve. Yeah, Curve. Yeah, curve, that was a thing. Curve always kind of smelled like a wet fart to me. Yeah, Curve just smelled like a boy's locker room to me. It was literally <laughs> just in the air. It's like the haze. There's a guy, there's a younger guy at work, man. He, he clocks out at four. I don't get off till five. And he goes and he goes to the gym, you know, after... He gets all work. So yeah. He'll go in the bathroom, do whatever the hell he does. Take his pre-workout. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Change clothes. Yeah. Spray a shitload of eggs. Oh, really? Or, yeah. And I'm telling you, it's like, if you need to use the bathroom, go before four. Use that spray. It <laughs> smells <laughs> like it. No, I never liked that. No, I actually do wear Axe Dry most of the time. I had no Old Spice stuff. Yeah. Tropical tan colored ones. Yeah, I don't know. My wife gets it. She just buys whatever. I think degree. Yeah. I'm on degree. Uh, underarm deodorant. I've been using the same brand, Old Spice. Yeah. For since I've had to use. Since you had the stank on you? And I have, like, not had deodorant. And use someone else's and broke out. So like, I think I've. I you don't have th- trained your armpit to just. I guess that. so. Yeah. yeah. Do you know about aluminum and deodorant? 
Man, I've heard that stuff, and I know that if you get the aluminum-free deodorant, it's expensive as fuck. I know, dude. Fuck. I tried. I'm like, $9? Yeah, I'm like, no. It don't even smell good. No, it's just like, why no. They, why they put the aluminum in the deodorant? Just I don't know. I know it's in there, though. Notice when you go buy deodorant next time. There's some... A few of them say aluminum free on front. And they're so much higher than it's regular like, deodorant. What? Native? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember the brand. But I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try this aluminum free. Like and they have it. They have all brands in aluminum free at Walgreens. That, once again, kind of makes you question everything. Why was we putting aluminum in this shit so long if we knew it was bad? Years, dude. Brand They've been Pitt doing knew about it. Long time ago. You ever heard he never wears deodorant? I have heard that, yeah. Maybe, maybe today is my last day. I don't know, man. I got some funk. Especially yeah. if I get out, out there the living pit. in California, man. It's perfect weather out there. Yeah. You ever lived in Mississippi or Alabama? We got the swamp funk, man. Yeah. See the heat rising off the of asphalt. That's right. Man, you can see like heat smoke coming up out of the pit. If it's hot outside. Yeah. Hey, man, did you watch The Last Cruise on your HBO Max? Man, I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? I mean, it just looks like it sucked because it's about that cruise. Do you remember the cruise boat that had all the cases when Corona first yeah, went down? Yeah, yeah. It's about that and those people having to stay in their cabins for like two weeks. Yeah, they were out on that water for like a month almost, I think. Yeah, oh, man, that sucked because that... After, like I went five days, and that cruise boat got smaller every day. Couldn't imagine being locked in my cabin for. Them cabins are tiny. Twenty plus days, y'all. We all been on a cruise, right? Yeah. Yep. You had a positive experience, Cobb. I had a. Well, I had a storm for two days. I went from Florida to New Orleans. It was really short and really drunk. <laughs> okay, you can't really speak on that. Florida no. to work. New Orleans. Oh, why the hell did you even do that? What the? What was, was that? I was just riding. That was that was, <laughs> just, we was just riding. Just Take a riverboat cruise. <laughs> no, nah, it's called a booze cruise. Oh well, for apparent reasons, right there. Yeah, I think it all makes sense now. I tell you this: it's just a matter of freedom to me. Is uh, when we were out. I remember right when we left, we we pulled out of New Orleans, you know, right when you get out of the Mississippi and you get into the Gulf. You made it? What do you mean? Like, you made? stayed up? You didn't stay up, did you? Hell yeah, I stayed up. You stayed up? I tapped out about three. I'd never done it before. I wanted to see it for myself. I mean, I'm like, how long does this last? Dude, it I'm takes calling forever. It. It's like muddy water, and then all of a sudden it's just not, you know. But I... I did not like the fact. That's why I'm probably a weird individual altogether. Is I hated the fact that I couldn't leave when I wanted to. Oh, you got claustrophobic, kind of. Is that what that is? It's like some form of it. I don't know. Can you smoke on them? You ain't smoke. You like smoke sections. it on the deck. You can't okay. smoke anywhere on the deck now. I'll tell you a fun story. It's like Just because, little... boys and girls, this happened over 10 years ago is when we got to Jamaica, my father said, I bet I score some bud before I get back on this boat. Now, to preface this, it's a great story. 
He literally was on the boat. Hmm. Maybe 45 seconds. He slipped and busted his ass. My dad had recently had a stroke. A little bit obese. And, um... Carted around on a wheelchair the whole time. And I remember, the, like, the pregame talk of be, like, landing up, shooting off in Jamaica. I was getting ready to add, like, this, uh, what they call excursions for the cruise or whatever. Yeah. I was going to do some shit on the land. Use his ash. Yeah, do that. And, um, he just kind of stopped me and said, Bet. I score some butt. And uh, we'll be smoking good for this trip. And I was like, "Did you not hear like the preface for like before they let up let us off the boat to not do that?" He's like, "I don't give anything about that." <laughs> okay, check this out. So, my excursion was late, and I had already made good friends. I mean, it's like eight people. And you're doing this excursion experience, man. We was all chilling, hanging out. And uh, we're getting back to the boat late. The boat actually waited for us. We get back on the boat. And uh, I step up on our floor. And I'm telling you, I'm halfway down the hall. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I know where this is going. (laughs) And they ate but one smell in the air. (laughs) The ganja man. (laughs) That dude scored. Yeah. And the story of it was pretty epic. Because, like, he was in a wheelchair, and so, like, this just random Jamaican just picked him up. It's like, hey, I'll take you. Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? He said, I want to get some bud, man. Yeah. He was just trying to be dumb. Yeah. Comical. I don't know what he was going for. And, um, needless to say, he scored. Or, uh, you know the person on the cruise that folds your towels to make the different yeah, yeah, animals? Yeah, make animals. The person that was tending our room, he was Jamaican. And, like, I'll never forget, we skipped dinner that night because we got totally stoned and we were just, like, Mm-mm. stuck in the room. And uh, he just walked in the room because he had the key and he was coming there to change everything and, like, put fresh towels down and he just... <laughs> Oh, you've been to Jamaica, man. <laughs> yeah, like, this might be the highlight of the cruise because everything else is totally sucked. You know? Really? Yeah. I, it was. It was a. If it wasn't for that experience, that whole trip would have been like an entire bust. I've been on trips like that, man. Where one thing fucking made it happen. One time it was brownies. Fun brownies, not like. Not like pastries. You know, not like warm, toasty confections. Nothing like that. But Organic. You know, the organic brownies. Mm. I went to this concert. Didn't have any favors. Came across a man. Mm. Had some brownies and I asked him if he had any for sale. Or for borrow or barter. He said he did. And it was good. The end. I think people at Bonnaroo are just selling regular brownies. You think it's like a placebo? I don't 
know, dude. I thought they was like, man, this is just regular ass brownies staying. I felt like that. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you. Is I don't think there is. Um, I don't think there's anything like going to a music festival. Although I'll be honest and candid with you, is like my days are numbered for the next one that I go to. It's but, gonna have to be a band. I mean, a lineup I will gotta see. That's right. I mean, be somebody I gotta but, see. You know, every we've all done it. You know the feeling, right when you finally get part and you're walking to the event and it gets in sight. And when you get in, there's something about that experience. It's almost um, drug induced. It almost everything you lighten up. I don't know. Every care kind of goes away. It's the same way I feel about like, like euphoria. When, like Alabama fan. Like when I step, go to Bryant Denny. When I go to an Alabama football game, I think it's excitement. It's it's just that to be at the event. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, like folks at home just sitting in their house. I mean, like <laughs> it made me think of Bonnaroo the first year and going seeing Wolf Mother. You listen to Wolf Mother? Man, I love Wolf Mother. I mean, they that dude Nate never had the same band. Three albums I listened to, the first yeah, three. The yeah. first band was the shit, too. Yeah. You remember the keyboards to jump up and down? He had his keyboard with, like, move Yeah, stuff. yeah, I remember that. Hell yeah. Woo. God, that's a blast from the past, man. That's what it made me think of, just seeing Wolf Mother at Bonnaroo. Like, man, Ferris wheel behind me. Did you ride it the was, Ferris wheel? Yeah. It's fucking uh, awesome. That's I'm about... the dickhead that wants to rock it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I would... <laughs> It wouldn't have been good for us to ride, because I'd have... Mm-mm. I always had a good... I, the year I went to Bonnery, man. Hey. Go ahead. Oh. Man, it was wild, dude. I don't remember much of it. You went back in the day when it was true hippie hippie, didn't you? Oh, yeah. 2004, man. Oh, yeah. That one's that I went to. Like, it done sold out. Nah, I ain't, I'm not one of those fans. I'm thinking about going the next time they have one, just to yeah. see what it, how it's changed. And I'm sure it'll be 2024 before they have Bonnaroo again, which they did release dates for this year. 2021, they're going back to the farm. Do you know uh, Tomorrowland Music Festival? I've heard of it. Seeing 2022, its festival's going to last like a month. That's what a lot of them are doing, is doing like What's a dumb is I might have enough days off work to do that. Hmm. Isn't Tomorrowland like a rave? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty... It's a lot of EDM. I've never been to a rave. Like, I've been a little intimidated by one. I think I might. I've been to, like, you know, Hangout. They have EDM bands, and they have a little yeah, tent. I've, 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 yeah, I've, I've done that kind of thing, but I've never been to, like, a true rave. Like a true rave? No, I haven't either. I wonder what... I think it'll be animalistic, right? Is something take over in you. Well, you know, the, the the closest thing I've ever seen to one is that shit they used to do at the Princess. And, you know, the first year was pretty intense. They had, like, a 24-foot skeleton in the background oh, with, like, light shooting out of it. I didn't know it back. And we were, we were finding uh, syringes and shit out on the dance hmm. floor. Oh, that's, that's Dusty my, baggies. That's, that's, I wouldn't be there then. That ain't for me. Yeah, it's the drug scene, man. Big time raves are heavy drugs, like heavy drugs. I don't do that. Yeah, we were finding all kind of shit in the floor. I'm like, this is kind of gross. Yeah, I don't. 
don't like that. Yeah. So that's out for me. Oh. All of them's out for me. I just go to Sunstroke House. Amen, brother. Erica Winterstrom coming up. Yep. I think, uh... And I got old enough where I'm just like... I just do concerts about big as a house. Or, or a house. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I want to see them. I want to see post-COVID concerts. I want to see them live and in person. See what they look like. Just, just to see. You know, just from... Just from doing this show and just being able to interview musicians and the, like, house shows, dive bars used to be my absolute favorite. I think they'll always have a place in my heart. But, oh, yeah. Uh, festivals or amphitheaters and all these different things. It's just totally is... I am just as well, like, one-on-one. You playing for me. Yeah. As good as a grandstand arena. No, I think if I go anything big anymore, it'd probably be like UFC. That that'd probably do it for me too, you know. UFC would be wild, man. But I'm just gonna have to deal. Ah, brilliant. Oh, Work. Yep. Work. Is there any food for y'all to eat on y'all's lunch break? Or you gotta bring it in in a form. I bring mine in anyway. Yeah. Well, you're eating the Daniel diet now, so you got some fruit and some water and shit. I had some energy trail mix. That shit's got like cashews oh, and coconuts. And... I gotta. Me and you gotta talk about like what all we can eat and what you're doing, so I know. Just eat better, man. You gotta be stricter. You, you want to go buy it? It's always Google. I Google while ago. I'm going to slap you right in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I don't think you can have eggs. I was going to have eggs for supper. Man, I'm not sure. I think you can't have eggs. No, you have potatoes. I'll eat the hell of a potato. I'll... See, that just goes... Potatoes are so bad. According to who, John? Just like eggs are so bad. You're right, they're, though. They're good one minute and they're bad the next. Who the yeah. hell knows? I never eggs. knew that like, chickens can have eggs without roosters. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I never know that. You don't need no rooster to lay an egg. That's wild, man. Yeah, you don't. I don't know that I'd want to eat a fertilized egg. Depends on when you catch it. Yeah. You better get it quick. You better get it quick. All right, I'm out. Later, homie. What did I kick over? Uh, nothing. There ain't nothing. Oh, it's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Later, dude.
not mean I gotta move on. Gotta make a stand. I gotta make the change. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.